Yo! Welcome to the first ever episode of Sit With The Talk with Carl Sinet. Alright, so our first topic of the day, we'll be discussing um, about uh, COVID-19 and the stadiums. Are they going to open for stands or not open for fans? Well, on, on so there's a journal on the website, sportsbusinessdailies.com. This article was, you know, quite interesting, quite, quite interesting, you know, because um, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people, there's a lot of fans out there that really want football to come back, and football came back. Now, the only problem is, are we going to be allowed to be in the stadiums? Well, this um, this article just, you know, the issue and uh, the percentages of people contracted COVID-19. So, basically, the thing with, the thing with, the thing with the stadiums. People are afraid that you know, if they if they get first of all, the government officials are f- afraid that by people coming to the stadiums, there's gonna be a second second wave of the virus. Now the thing is, I've been looking at the statistics, and the um, relative, the, the percentages of people contracted the um, coronavirus at the stadiums is really is, is really low, close to nothing. But the only problem is if the government officials in the states are gonna allow people to come back. Now I know I know a lot of fans, a lot of fans want to come back to the stadiums, but we should also be safe. All right. So the thing is, I've been looking at the uh, statistics, right? And I see Carolina, some of the, in Carolina, the stadiums are opening, but there's only there's only uh five thousand one hundred twenty people allowed in the stadiums, while places like Dallas and Denver have five five thousand two hundred twenty six, and even in um Indianapolis. There's 9,980 people allowed in the stadium. See, it just depends on the overall uh, state and how the government officials should address the matter. As you, as you can see from the numbers, there's a certain amount of fans that are allowed to the stadiums. So, yes, stands, some fans are allowed to come to stadiums. Now, the only problem is getting the fans into the stadium because some fans are not, some fans are afraid of coronavirus. They're afraid that they might contract it at the stadium. See, in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, they're allowed to have up to seven thousand five hundred people in the stadium, but for the Steelers, only only five thousand five hundred tickets were sold. From that, you could tell that people people are scared. People are not not going to buy the tickets. People would rather stay home and rather stay home and watch the game. And I understand it. I, I feel them. You know what I mean? A lot of people are dying from this dying from this virus. But let's get on to the next subject. We'll be talking about me personally. I feel bad for the stadium because. They're losing potential a lot of profit because you could tell that in Mercedes Mercedes Benz Stadium, they're allowed to have up to seven thousand five people, and only five thousand five hundred people bought tickets to even enter the stadium. Do do you do you see the 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 number the gap between those numbers? Hey, man, I put I feel bad for them. I feel bad for them, but you know this this game is not all about the profit. It's about it's about the sport. Football. All right. On our next topic, we'll be talking about how COVID nineteen affected the players that play football. All right, we are back. So lately this week, I remember watching an episode of the Sports Greek with Son Callahan. Him and this other guy was talking about how the players, the team, the team, the football team should make sure that they have reserves. Just in case if a player cannot play or would be unable to play. 
Now, I was wondering what they're talking about, but... COVID-19 has impacted the game so much where if a player contracts the COVID-19, they have to sit out 21, 21 days. And this, not, this might not seem like a lot of days, but it is because in 21 days, they're going to miss three games. That's 33% of their season. And this is pretty bad. And if players start catching COVID virus left and right, the team the team is done for. And especially, imagine a quarterback, the leading quarterback, catches the COVID nineteen. It's over for the team. So I believe I believe that the um, team should make sure that they have backup, especially in the quarterback region, because the quarterback is a it's it's a tower house of the team. Without a quarterback, you're not winning nothing. You get you get what I'm saying. So I believe the team, the, the team should, the team should make sure that they have reserves. Also, another topic they were talking about was college football. They're really in the same boat as the NFL because both organizations are losing lots, lots, and lots of revenue from fans because the fans are not being allowed or don't want to go to stadiums. Unlike the NFL, college um, college players that live on campus, they have to watch out because they have to watch out that they don't they don't contract the COVID nineteen from other people. But the thing is, on college campuses right now, there's a lot of people leaving because most most of the people living on campus right now are from people are people from out of states. People that live in the states are usually at home, so the comp- the, the campus the campus is is out. It's like a ghost town. Because no one, no one wants to live at campus where you can't go out and party and stuff like that and go to the bar and stuff like that. So everyone left and everyone's doing online school at home. And that, that's a good thing. That's a good thing for the players and also the organization, the teams. But the thing I want to talk about is how teams like Kansas and West Virginia, they're having games and the starting tickets are starting at $70. While, you know, other schools like Auburn, South Carolina, South Carolina have games and, you know, they're not, they're not allowing any players... Any fans inside the um inside the stadium, by that you could by that you could tell by um by that you could tell by the the different situation that states are in, because some states are allowed from fans and other states don't allow fans, so it really it it, it is what it is you know, you know but seeing Cal it was, it was really interesting the things he was talking about that um Nebraska the college they offer a second semester scholarship from January to the spring season. For the walk-on players, and this is quite interesting because this this is a good way how the uh, players could get some good credits in, and I thought that was pretty interesting because I don't think most schools do that, and that that might be why the Nebraska fans so get get so excited when games come. Another topic that I want to talk about, or well, actually, we're going back to the topic of selling tickets in the college football and NFL. For what I've learned in sports marketers. Selling selling tickets, there's a lot of factors that go into this. Because first, what what teams are playing? That that depends that's a major factor that depends on how many tickets and how many tickets are gonna be sold and also what price the tickets are gonna be sold at. So let's for example, if two teams that are not ranked uh, low ranking teams play the tickets are not gonna be sold for that for that, that much money and also a lot of people are not gonna go at the games. But let's say that let's say that Clemson and LSU are playing. The whole stadium is going to be sold out. Also, the, the tickets are going to be high priced. But there's a new factor that's been uh, that's been introduced, which is the COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen has really affected these um ticket pricing, these sell tickets. 
um, with the prices of the tickets because um, a lot of fans are scared of getting contracted the virus and and honestly, I, I understand I understand the concern. But let's talk about the 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 um the revenue that these large organizations are losing. How are these large organizations are gonna get, how they how are them losing this money going to contribute and affect them continue to provide football? What do I mean by this? What I'm talking is I'm talking about them broadcasting continually games. Like college football, they're still going on. NFL is still going on. But how are we watching this? We're watching this through TVs. I mean, but they do have some revenue from from the advertisement and prom, um, promos and sponsorships that they have with other companies. Like some teams, they're sponsored with Nike. Uh, teams, some other teams are sponsored with uh, Adidas. It just depends. But these these organizations, there's, there's a lot that goes into this. But all I really wanted to do is dissect the the, tick, the tickets issue. Another thing that I want to talk about that just amazing is that um, a lot of things go into go into building a sponsorship. Like, like for example, you know the you know the, like I give the example of football teams and you know the companies like Nike. The team's image could affect the brand of the Nike, the, the brand of Nike. By this, I mean. If the teams are losing consecutive games over and over and over again, this can damage the image of Nike. And by doing this, this has caused them to lose a sponsorship by Nike. And that just that's kind of amazed me because for the for the team for the teams for the teams to continue to be a sponsor with Nike, they have to continue winning. If they continue winning, both both sides are winning. One team they're getting the a. One team they're getting supplies from Nike, while the other team are getting brand ex- brand exposure. And yeah, that that would surprise me. And it just it just really that um. I understand. I understand how the, I under, I really understand how this is going. But I just it just it's crazy how COVID nineteen really has impacted the the marketing world and, and entertainment system right now, because uh, due to COVID nineteen, we we do have sports back right. But other things like concerts, you know, events, they're stopped. They're stopped, and this I believe this this is really causing our our economy, our world economy to lower, because you know in the news you can see that our our economy is 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 is, is, is almost is almost hitting an all time low. But we, right now we just have to continue continue to revive revive our economy right now, and I believe the sports, the sports, the sports and entertainment. Um, world is really a big part of our economy, and we should try to strive and continue and improve it while we can before it hits an all-time low. Well, one good side of COVID-19 is that you know it helped us become more flexible in our events and marketing. Uh, technology. To, well, we are blessed that they have technology because technology now has become has has been growing. Due to the COVID nineteen, by this I mean that you know now you're able to advertise, do advertisements through technology like social media, emailing, phone calls, texting, and this is really good. This is helping companies. Social media is is becoming a very 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 big platform for advertising. Like YouTube, like YouTubers they make videos in between the like 
have you seen like youtubers they make video in between the videos you able to see advertisement that's how they, you're getting brand explosion this is how people are catching are getting the eye catch by the ads and it's really good another thing with advertising is this that you have to find your target more um target audience by that i mean that what are you what are you advertising and also what age group are you advertising this product to so yeah there's a lot of factors that go into advertising and also depending on the age group and what are you advertising that's when you find out what platform would be best for advertising your, your product like let's say that you're advertising um let's see some shoes lebron's all right I believe that the best platform platforms would be, um, I believe, social media like Instagram, Snapchat, and also YouTube between the uh, videos because, um, you know, a lot of teenagers right now are on social media, and when they see that advertisement, they say, "Oh, I like that," so they click on the advertisement, and you know, that's how you, that's how it gets. That's how you get profit. If you know how to profit, if you know how to how to convey your your product to the right target audience and on the right platform. That is a great equation for getting good profit. Man, it's great to see sports come back, man. You know the NBA, the NBA and the, um, NFL came back. You know, uh, you saw the NBA finals with the Lakers versus Miami. The Lakers ended up taking the championship in the trophy. The Miami Heat, they did put up a great fight. Especially Jimmy Butler, he showed out. He showed what he was made of. LeBron, he had a comeback. He showed people why he, why he's a king. Anthony Davis, he also showed that he was doing pretty good, and you know, you know, things were going pretty good. And also the um, NFL, NFL came back. It was beautiful. Uh, Tom Brady, he got uh, traded to the Buccaneers, and uh, Cam Newton, the uh, Panthers dropped him, and that was pretty sad. But hey, he got he got traded. He, um, he got picked up by the Patriots, and now he's on the Patriots, and right now he's doing pretty good. He's doing pretty good for himself. All right. On, we're introducing a new thing at the end of each podcast. We're asking questions so the audience can answer them and think about the question and you know go research the question for themselves. And it, it's really just to um, uh, it's really just to um, make the audience think. You know, get the uh, mind thinking. So our question is. So we, you know how we talked about uh, the large organizations, you know, NFL, NBA, college football, and NCAA, you know, stuff like that, how they're losing lots of revenue. My question is, how how are these big organi- organizations plan on countering, countering this effect? By this, I mean, how do these big organizations plan on earning the revenue that was lost? Now, you know... After after you find the answer for yourself and you know you research this, feel free to um, contact us and uh, give us the answer and leave it in the comments. All right, thank you, thank you for watching. I mean, thank you for listening, Ashley. <laughs> thank you for listening, and I hope you have a good day.